0: So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top Podcast. This is episode 151 for the 21st of Nisan in Elipir. So, this is Shvi'i Shel Pesach. We are in the seventh day of Pesach. Happy Pesach. And as usual, this is Yom Tov. So, uh, so this episode is being pre so recorded, so as not to record it on Yom Tov. And we're still in the middle of chapter 42 of Likutei Amarim. And we've been talking about this idea of buried treasure. So, we beca- began this discussion yesterday when we talked about how the first step in in uncovering buried treasure, let's say if I were to tell you that there was a treasure chest buried in your backyard, what would be the first thing that you would need to do is you would need to uncover the obstructions that are getting rid of it, like to start digging, getting rid of the dirt, right? And we talked about how this applies to our spiritual buried treasure inside of us in terms of understanding our innate da'as, our innate knowledge of God, which is a type of knowledge which is a visceral type of knowledge that can connect us with feeling God in a very tangible way, in an emotional way, that will ultimately, as we'll learn today, lead to a feeling of awe and fear of God, which is what we're really trying to cultivate. So the basic idea that we left off with yesterday was this feeling of understanding that developing a sense of awe of God, developing a sense of visceral knowledge of God is not something that we need to acquire and develop from the outside in some way like we need to search for it in foreign territory in some way it's something that's hidden deep inside of ourselves and all we need to do in order to uncover it is to get rid of the obstructions that are concealing it and those obstructions we talked about yesterday are the bodily constraints the fact that we're living in a physical body and this physical body really obscures our spiritual eyes obscures the light of the soul from shining through now today we're going to continue along these lines but we'll talk about the second level of the treasure hunt so while it is true that step one of finding a hidden treasure in your backyard is to dig and to get rid of the obstructions that are above the ground and get rid of that dirt level two is to search So again, this isn't a searching on the outside. We know that the treasure is buried on the inside. We know it's buried in our backyard, so we don't have to travel to some foreign country to try to find this treasure. Nevertheless, the backyard could be a really big place. And nevertheless, the treasure may be buried very deep inside of the ground. We don't know how low. We don't know the exact spot of the treasure. So there is a good amount of actual searching that needs to take place. And this is going to be the subject of what we're g- going to be learning about today, about how the second level of finding this treasure, of tapping into this Das, which will ultimately lead to this fear of God and this sense of awe of God that will prevent us from going against God's will, involves really doing a spiritual kind of search. So I think we should get straight into the text and I'll explain as we go and we'll start to under- understand what is involved in this spiritual Search the spiritual uncovering of the treasure. So the altrabeg begins today's section, and he says that the second aspect of toil. So if you recall, again going back to yesterday, he started off talking about how there was like a double and redoubled ex- uh, uh, exertion that's necessary to find this treasure. So what he meant by this is that there's two steps in the process of toil of exertion. Step one, like we learned yesterday, was to uncover the obstruction, meaning to get rid of the obstruction by breaking down the body, by really bringing the body into a state of submission. And what this meant really is to try to arouse in one's mind's thoughts of repentance and return to God. So now the second level of exertion, the ultra Rebbe explains today, is the toil and the exertion of the soul so that it will not become weighed down through this service of the exertion of thinking to really deepen one's thoughts and to really meditate upon the greatness of God for a great amount of time in an uninterrupted manner. So meaning to say, step one was really just coming to that place, coming to the place where the body is not holding us back from embarking on the spiritual service and like setting aside in our mind, okay, I'm not going to let the body hold me back. I'm going to let my body, my body's listening to me right now. It's going to be submissive to my higher self. And now I will use my thoughts to meditate upon God. Step two, as we're learning today is getting deeper into what this meditation involves and how this is now the more, this is where the soul comes in. And this is where the mind and the soul really need to come into play. And exert themselves and not get weighed down by the body or or by the exertion of that, that's involved in this process. And now the ultraabba explains that the this process, this process of meditation that he's describing, is not equal for each person. So some people, for example, says the ultrabbe, are very refined by nature. So all they need to do is just think briefly about the greatness of God and just through a little bit of contemplation upon the greatness of God this will bring them to a great sense of awe and fear of God so some people are like you know they're very pure in that way that they just have to think about it a little bit and immediately they will get this sense of awe of inspiration as is written in the Shulchan Aruch says the al in and the Ur'achaim in Siman Aleph that when a person meditates upon a great king meaning the king of all kings meaning god who fills all the worlds fill, to, who fills this entire earth with his glory and is standing upon him and looks at his deeds immediately when a person thinks about these things then they will this will bring them to great fear so or to great yura which again is this word that's kind of used interchangeably to mean fear and awe um so Again, so the altar is bringing support for this idea from the Shulchan Aruch, where it says that all in these kind of pe- certain people need to do is really just think about the fact that God's glory fills the entire world. And then they're like immediately brought into the state of trembling before God and wanting to do God's will and being scared of him. However, says the altar, there are also other soul- types of souls. There are some souls that are more lowly by nature and from birth uh, based on their origin, because they come from the lower levels of the 10 spheres of Asia. So the, these souls do not come from such a high place and they will not be able to so readily find in their thoughts, thoughts of godliness, but rather they're going to need to toil a lot and with a lot of intensity. And this will be especially true if they became impure through the sins of youth. So sins basically says the ultra rabbi, they, they separate, like they desensitize a person to godliness, to, to this to feelings of holiness and to this, these feelings that we're trying to generate as is written, says the altar, Rebbe in the Sefer Hasidim chapter 35. And so then the altar, Rebbe goes on and he says that, so while for these kind of people, it might take a lot of toil and it might be, they might, it might require a lot of intensity and deepening in their thoughts to really think about God. And it might not come so easily to them and it might take them a long time. Nevertheless, this is a guarantee, says the Ultra Abba, that through this toil and through this effort, then this, at, at the very least, they will come to this level of lower level of yura, lower level of fear, which is kind of like the baseline prerequisite that we're all trying to get to. And then the Ultra Abba brings support for this through citing first the Gemara in chapter in in Megillah, page 6b, where it says, Yagati umatsati ta'amin. So this is a famous quote from the Gemara, which, literally means if somebody comes upon you and they say, I have searched and I have found, then you should believe them. Meaning, or I have toiled and I have found is a more accurate trans- translation or I've exerted myself and I found. And the, just to understand the context of this uh the citation from the gemara before that it's it's talking about where rabbi Yitzhak says that if somebody says to you that i searched or i toiled and i did not fa- find then you should not believe them and if somebody says i did not toil and i found you should not believe them either the only time that you believe somebody is if they say that i toiled and then i found then we should believe them so meaning to say that like toiling is really the answer to finding like you can't find buried treasure to go back to our analogy without Searching for it, it doesn't. Things just don't come easily. That doesn't work like that. And then the ultra brings another citation here, this time from Mishlei, chapter two, verse four to five, which says, "So what that literally means is, if you if you seek it like money and search for it as forbidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of God." So meaning to say. Right here, this is the analogy we've been using all along. So Mishlei uses this very same analogy that a person really needs to search after God and after serving God in the same way that a person would search after a treasure that is buried deep into the earth. And just like a person would really dig for a treasure, if you knew that you had a buried treasure deep in your backyard, you would do this with a lot of alacrity and intensity, right? Like you'd really, really be working hard to find that tre- treasure. So, so too, do we need to dig after uh, with great intensity to be able to reveal the treasure of Yirat Shemaim, of fear of heaven, which is hidden and concealed in the understanding of every single Jewish heart. So this is our treasure. Our treasure is this feeling of fear of God. And this is something that we all need to try to really, really work to try to toil after, just like we would toil and search for, physical treasure that was buried in our backyard and now the altar Abba is going to explain a little bit he's going to elaborate upon what he just mentioned this idea that it's found in the it's concealed in the understanding of the heart of every jewish jewish person so what does that mean it's the understanding of the heart so he so the altar Abba explains that this understanding of the heart is in an aspect and level which is above time and this is the innate yura the innate fear that is hidden as we've been talking about. So we already spoke about this idea that every single Jewish person has in them this innate fear that just needs to be uncovered. However, even though this level of fear that we just talked about transcends time, it's something which is above time, in order to bring it out into actuality, in a way of, what do we mean by actuality? To bring us to actually fear doing a sin, actually fear going against the will of God, meaning that we'll abstain from doing bad things in action, speech and thought we need to reveal it in its place in our heart in the hiddenness of the understanding of our heart which is above time to bring it into actual thought inside of the mind so even though as it's buried within our heart it's an a way that transcends time in order to bring it into actuality. We actually need to bring it into time. We actually need to bring it into our thoughts right now so that it translates into our physical actions. And how do we do this? We do this through really deepening in our thoughts for a good amount of time until it becomes actualized, until it comes from potential into actuality, meaning to say that we actually see that we are doing sur etov, we are abstaining from bad and we're doing good in thought in speech and in action in the face of god who sees us uh, who looks at us and who hears us and who listens to us and who understands all of what we do and and um, examines our kidneys so to speak in our heart like the, he really sees our insides as our sages taught and here the altar ends off again with another with a citation from parake avos Chapter 2, verse 1, which, chapter 2, Mishnah 1, which says, mm-hmm. So in Pirkei Avos, it's taught that in order to, to abstain from do, doing a sin, in order to prevent ourselves from sinning, we need to look at three things. We need to know that which is above us. So, this is so the full, full citation from from Pirkei Avos, which the Alter Rebbe doesn't quote here, but all cited here, is that. So, you should look upon three things, and this will prevent you from doing a sin. One is you should know that which is above you. There is in two, there's an eye that sees and an ear that hears, and three, every all of your deeds are written down in a book. So the ultra really only cites the idea of the eye seeing and the ear hearing, but he alludes to all of the rest. And the main idea is to really have this awareness that God sees us and God, hears us and God knows all of our actions. He knows all of our insights. So that's the end of this section. So once again, just to kind of sum it all up is basically yesterday, we learned, we started talking about this analogy of understanding, serving God in a way of fear and developing this fear of God in a way of seeing it as a treasure buried in our backyards. Yesterday, we talked about how the first step of uncovering buried treasure is to take away the obstructions, to try to really squash the body and try to bring the body into submission, which is the same idea of getting rid of anything that might be obstructing the treasure from shining its light from becoming uncovered. Today we really talked about the next level, which is the level of actually searching for the treasure. So now that we're in that realm of that we're actually digging. So once we're digging, so now we're, we've we gotten rid of the obstructions in the sense that we started the digging process. Now we really need to get into it and we need to toil and we need to search and we need to work, work, work. And some people this will not need a lot of effort to be able to do this, to find within themselves this hidden treasure, meaning this hidden fear that they have of God. And some people, because of their more lowly stature and their lowly level of their soul, they're going to need a lot more exertion to be able to do this. But the ultra rabbi guarantees all of us that, no matter who you are, no matter what level you're at, no matter what sins you've done in the past, through enough toil and exertion, you will be able to find this treasure buried down in the ground, which uh, in this case is buried inside of our hearts. And it is in the understanding of our hearts and this level of understanding within our hearts that contains within us this ability to have us have this manifest actualized fear of God that will lead us to practically not going against God in any, in any way, shape or form, whether it's in thought, speech or action. This this type of understanding is transcends time. However, in order to have it become manifest and have it be revealed in a way that really actualizes it ourselves in the way that we want it to, We need to bring it into time. We need to bring it into our thoughts. We need to actually take the time and a lot of time to really sit and contemplate and meditate upon this. So by listening to this podcast, I should mention, this is a way of doing this. So those of you who are following along the podcast, those of you who learn Tanya on a regular steady basis, here you are doing exactly what the Altar Abbas suggests, namely meditating upon these ideas, meditating upon God's greatness, meditating upon how God sees our actions, fills the world, is totally... Involved in every single aspect of our lives, we can't hide from him. And the more we contemplate this and the more we really, really, really try to understand it and grapple with it, the more we will eventually have this fear of God become actualized so that it really translates into our actions being only in line with God. So that is it for today. And we're going to continue with this chapter tomorrow. And I will speak to you then.